Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Okay, so Tasha was on Watch What Happens Live and dissed Brendan. Did you see it? Yes, I saw it. And honestly, my first reaction was just, is she drunk slash does everyone just get drunk on Andy Cohen? Because she just seemed... I don't know. She seems like living drunk. her best life. She seemed drunk, like not in a yeah. bad or good way. She's just like enjoying. Drunk. Yeah. So how she dissed him. Let's just put that out there. Yes. So a caller called in and asked if she was happy that she dodged a bullet by basically not ending up with Brendan. And ultimately she said, yes, she's happy. She dodged a bullet. And I was like, damn girl. I'm actually kind of surprised though, that she would say something that blatant considering that she's literally the host of the show now. You know what I mean? I would have thought she's kind of like maybe required even. Like, I don't know. Could you imagine Chris Harrison saying something like that? Not that Chris Harrison's dating any contestants that we know of. She's like the spokesperson for the show. She's the host now. So that's what was also kind of strange to me. But I do think we're in a new Bachelor era. We are. And it was funny. Andy Cohen actually pointed out that not only she dodged a bullet with Brendan, but she dodged a bullet with Colton. And she was like, yeah, you know, you got to give me kudos for that, patting herself on the back. And I'm like, okay, she's really not holding anything back. But it's clear she's happy she's with drunk. Zach. So, <laughs> so, so basically she's wasted. Um, but she also, she did dodge two very big bullets. So yeah, she did. And I love her and Zach together. I was always rooting for them on her season. Yeah, I love him. He gives me um JP Rosenbaum vibes. Oh, I we always called him Matthew McConaughey when we were watching oh, yeah. the show. <laughs> I feel like everyone did. He's he looks just yeah. like him. He's so hot. Totally. Okay. Next one. Moving on. Don't know how this hasn't been posted anywhere else, but I was creeping on Queen Victoria's Instagram page and I found out she has an OnlyFans account. No shame in how she gets her money whatsoever. I went to her Instagram page and she had a picture of her dressed as a nurse and she said, if you want to see like this naughty nurse, go to my VIP link or something like that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to go to that. What the hell? <laughs> I, I click it. <laughs> and it's an OnlyFans page. And obviously I'm not a subscriber of her OnlyFans or anyone's OnlyFans, but I can see her posts, just not the photos or the videos. I could just see the captions. And I found that mm-hmm. she charges $8. I have no context though. Like, is that a lot for OnlyFans? Oh God, I, I have no clue if it's a lot for OnlyFans, but I was like, oh. girl, I think you're worth more than $8. Well, for, it's a subscription, right? So you pay like $8 a month. I okay. have no clue. I'm pretty sure Um, that's what it is. The way I took it was when I saw her captions for her posts, it came off as if you, if you tipped her $8, you could see. So for example, one said like, I couldn't see the photo, but Mm -hmm. the caption was, if you want to see this photo without bottoms, send me $8. I'm going to just pull it up because this is important research. Yeah. Hold on. And also I want to be very clear. Like we're not shaming anyone. Sex work is work. Um, Victoria Larson, go absolutely off. We support you in whatever you want to do. Get that bag, girl. Yeah, like we just thought this would be an interesting little tidbit. That's it. Okay. Sorry. Fuck. You're right. It's $8 a month. But I still think, isn't that kind of cheap for Yes. I don't know how much they normally are. So this is from Victoria's page. Still want to do those audio dick ratings? I'll extend the sale to today. Oh, so sometimes it goes on sale. So, some, <laughs> so, like so sometimes, sometimes it's not it's less than eight dollars. <laughs> I love that. That's your takeaway from that that caption. 
like not the fact that she's doing audio <laughs> dick writings, but that it may go on sale. Well, I don't That's know amazing. what an audio dick whatever <laughs> is. <laughs> Does that mean that like people are sending her dick pics and she then verbally gives them ratings as opposed to like, what's a non-audio dick rating? Yeah. Can I, I was about to say, can you repeat the whole phrase? So it's audio <laughs> dick rating. That's what it is. Maybe that is what it is. They send in a picture and she lets them know on a scale from one to 10, I guess, what she thinks. Wait, okay, wait. I think I know what, I think I know <laughs> what the difference is between audio and video dick rating. Video would be like a video call with her. And that's when she rates your dick via um, video. In per- so like this is just live audio. In person. Right. Okay. So this is just audio. So like, it's not as like intimate. You're right. just going to hear her voice tell you that you're a seven and a half. So, <laughs> but it's on sale. She's extending the sale. So get it while it's hot. Well, Moving on. That's- good for you, Victoria Larson. We support you and um, check out the sale guys if you're interested. Check out the sale. All right. What else do we got? So I stumbled upon Blake. How do you say his last name? Horseman? It's spelled Horseman, but it sounds, it's like such a mouthful to look at that I never know Blake how to say Horseman. It. Okay. Well, anyway, I stumbled upon... Blake Horstman on Bumble, I think last night, actually. Unfortunately, we did not match, um, but I do think Rude. he has a pretty good profile if anyone is curious about it. I'm curious. Can you please share? Yes, I'll give you a rundown. So first picture is very good. He, I mean, I think he's like very attractive. Had we matched, I would have like been down. Ugh, come on. What? I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. Really? I really don't. Yeah, I really don't. Oh, wow. I was not expecting that reaction from you. Okay. Really? Uh, well, I actually felt like if he didn't come in second on Becca's season, he wouldn't have been the fuck boy that he was at, what was that fucking festival? Stagecoach. Stagecoach. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree, but I do think he's genuinely a nice guy who was going through a phase, you know? Like, he's literally coming off a show. Like, he's has all these followers, and he's hot shit, and he has all these girls literally throwing themselves at him. Oh, I'm not blaming him for having sex with everyone. I think the girls wouldn't necessarily be as interested in him. Oh, had he not been. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I think there's some appeal to that. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, Okay. So first picture is just a cutie little him squatting pic. (laughs) Is that his um, Instagram picture? I think it is. Oh yeah. That is his same picture that's on Instagram. 6'3", active, Taurus, undergraduate degree, drinks socially, smokes, never, looking for a relationship, kids, wants, someday. All that stuff looks good. So the next photo is like him in a jacuzzi sipping some red wine, which I'm like, okay, I like red wine. I like jacuzzis. And then a shirtless pic. You're a married woman, so maybe you don't know like the algorithm of on dating apps. I feel like you need first pictures, just a cute, normal smiley pic. Yeah. Then one Mm -hmm. of like you being fun out with friends or something. Then also a hot pic. Like you need a pic in a bathing suit. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe one of like a hobby or something. So he has the shirtless pic and then we go into just like a, a cute smiley, like sunglasses one. Okay. He doesn't put his ABC headshot. No, he did not. He doesn't answer any prompts. He doesn't have any bio. He just answers the little things. Wait, so he doesn't have looking for love in all the wrong places. No Any type of like information, no. but that makes me skeptical though, because I was going to ask you, do you think that they are paid by Bumble to be on these apps and they don't actually use them? Or do you think he's actually no. on Bumble? Mm. Because I'm like, why is this man not on Raya? I, because he's not famous enough. Amanda like, Stanton was waitlisted on Raya, 
Remember? So was Hannah Brown. It took I her mean, like, okay. She so finally got yeah. on guys. Don't worry. Oh, she, she did, did say oh, that, but she was waitlisted for like eight months after being the bachelorette. So, so then yeah, he can't get on Raya to answer your question about the bumble thing. I think no, because I think he would have to be promoting it on his Instagram or something. Like to, for him to just yeah. have a Bumble page, you think he's getting paid for that? He doesn't even have to do anything? I don't know. I, I mean, it makes Bumble more appealing that you could meet someone like Blake on it. Yeah. So listeners right now, please. Yeah, if, if you know, you, let me know. If you see, no, well, not even just that, but if you happen to see anyone on any type of dating app or I match. think the test would be, yeah, that's what I was about to say. If you've matched, the test would be if you've matched because then that shows that they actually use it and it's not just there. Oh yeah, but I want to know either way like what their profiles match or not paid or not. Yeah. I think it's funny that he doesn't say anything about festivals since he like loves. Yeah. Like make a little so joke about it. Poke fun. Um, once when I was living in LA, once I saw Robbie Hayes on Bumble as well. So that's why I'm like, do mm. bachelor people just get paid to be on Bumble? I don't know. Like that man would be all over Raya. Most men or like most single guys are on Bumble. So it's yeah. not that weird. I right? feel like that is like one of the classier apps. <laughs> anyway, classy dating app. <laughs> all right. Next thing. So are Dean and Kaylin engaged? I need to know. They both posted the exact same series of photos with the exact same quote from a song at the mm-hmm. same time. And everyone's like, is this supposed to be an engagement announcement? So I'm going to pull it up real quick because the quote that they both shared was take my hand, take my whole life too. Cause I can't help falling in love with you. And everyone's like, this has to be an engagement announcement. I would also like to point out that Kaylin's left hand that she would wear an engagement ring on is not present in literally any single photo. And I think they're doing that on purpose and trolling us. But I think they did get engaged. That's my formal opinion is they got engaged, but they want to be like jokey about it. They want to troll a little bit. So you can't see Caitlin's hand at all in any of the pictures. Wait, that is such a good find. Put on your trench coat now because you are a Thank detective. You. I'm a detective. Yeah. But I see it a little bit differently. I don't think they're trolling. I actually think that Dean has humbled Kaylin and they don't really, they're like, okay, being private. This is their way of kind of like sharing their love, but they don't need to tell us. Yeah. And I also think they could be people who are like, I do agree with you. I think Dean has humbled Kaylin a lot and they could be people who are like, we're not going to spend so much money on, on a diamond. Like, what does that even mean? Like, we know we love each other type thing. You know, I could see them being like that like kind of hippie-ish. Yes, totally. They'll put like a piece of yarn around their- Yes, exactly. But (laughs) on Paradise, when they they came back to quote unquote host, and I'm using that that term very lightly, people were like really confused and almost pissed that they came back to host and then didn't get engaged because the last time ABC brought back a former couple was Ashley and Jared. Yeah. And it was so that they can get engaged on the show. So- I remember like the Bachelor in Paradise Instagram account shared the photo after the episode aired. And they're like, what did you think of Kaylin and Dean? And everyone's like, why the fuck didn't they get engaged on the show? Like, what the hell is the point of bringing them back? So in terms of like not spending money on a ring, Neil, where are you at? They could have easily gotten a free ring. True. I don't know. I think they also value their privacy. Like, I don't think they would want to get engaged on TV at this point. Yeah, maybe. Isn't that funny though? Because when Kaylin was on Fulton season, I felt like she was the epitome of the girl that like just was on the show for followers, a hundred percent just wanted to be the bachelorette. And and now she's like, yes, she's in a bachelor nation couple, but they're like so private and so I don't know. Yeah, I think I really think Dean has had um, like a good influence on her, and and vice versa. Like Dean was low key kind of a fuck boy for s- several seasons, and I think. 
you know what I think switched it for them? So when Dean was in Europe snowboarding, he got into an accident and then Kaylin flew all the way there to take care of him. And that's when I saw them taking their relationship way more seriously. And I think um, Kaylin has also like changed Dean. So they are their missing pieces for one another. Yeah, I think Kaylin has showed him, no, you can like depend on someone and trust someone and be vulnerable you in a relationship. You can live life not as a fuck boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can let people in. You know what I mean? Dean was so guarded. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, moving on. Um, Demi's Halloween costume was a bit revealing. She showed like her whole butt crack in the back of the costume. Do you have any more way to describe like what the costume was like? So like Demi is a walking cry for attention. And I feel like how much more do we need to do to get you attention? She is apparently dressed as an amoeba, which I had to like look up because it brought me back to middle school science class. Yeah. Like I forgot what an amoeba was. But she turns around and not just like your butt crack coming out off the top, like how when you wear low rise jeans, it Mm -hmm. is literally like the middle of your butt crack, just like completely out. And there's only one step below that. And that's your vagina. So I don't know how I feel about this. I think, I think we're going to look at you anyway, Demi, you don't need to show your butt crack. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like that's a bit much for me personally. I I don't think I would dress like that, but I'm kind of like, you know, if she wants to, she wants to go wear that. I I think I agree with you that I think Demi is very, very good at getting people talking about her and maintaining some sort of relevancy within Bachelor Nation, despite the fact that her season was quite a while ago. So I do in that way, give her some props. I'm also like, is that a hygienic though too? There is that aspect. I'm like, you sat on a chair like that? Maybe she just didn't Um, sit down. Yeah, like let's, let's think about the logistics here. What if you're out and like, you know, people shit, everybody poops, right? Yeah. What if you fucking shit? And then like, how does that work? Like, did she carry around moist wipes so that she could really (laughs) get clean before? I would would hope so. I would hope she would carry around moist wipes in her purse (laughs) to make sure her butt crack is squeaky fucking clean. This is so absurd. (laughs) But it actually is true. Like, how do you, I don't care like about showing parts of your body, like go off. I, I do. No, no, I do. Butt crack, okay. butt crack. Not for me personally, but you think if if Jennifer Aniston went to like the Oscars and all of a sudden her whole slice down her okay, butt this is not is the out. Oscars. This is like a, a <laughs> Halloween party somewhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Show whatever you want. I'm just now re- actually concerned about the logistics of it. Like, okay, maybe you didn't sit down while you were at the party, but you had to like sit in a car or something to get there. This is LA. You can't just go to the subway and stand the whole time. Like she had to sit at some point to get to the party. I think that is the one comment I did see. And someone was questioning, like, <laughs> did you sit and how did you sit? And that's why it's just like, to me, it is like the biggest cry for attention because like you probably went for four minutes because you couldn't stay longer because one, you probably needed to (laughs) shit or two, you needed to sit down. Right. And then it's like, you're doing all this and getting dressed up as an amoeba just to take the photo. We're all looking at you, Demi. We see you. I guess, you know, moving on. Um, Okay. Perfect segue because we're going to talk through the, the Halloween costumes from Bachelor Nation and Christina Shulman seems to be a little bit salty. So the Instagram page Bachelor Nation Scoop did a roundup of some of the people from Bachelor Nation and what they wore. 
And Christina was pissed that she wasn't included. Yeah, she commented on it and said, mine was pretty good. Gotta chime in. And it's like the top comment as of right now, if you go look at that post. I don't know. So then, of course, I had to go look at her costume. I don't follow her either. So I had to go click, see what her costume was. Um, and I just wasn't that impressed. I Like, it was fine. She looked cute. She looked great. But what was it? Like, scary clown? Or is that, like, a reference to some movie I haven't seen? If, if you haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. Was she, like, it? But even that, that's not, like, I'll pull relevant. it up so you can see. I did look earlier today, though. And I was like, oh, I mean, she's stunningly gorgeous. Yeah, she is. You're right. Like, it wasn't like you were, like, some trendy, viral costume that we should all be talking about it's not like it's the year that it came out and like everyone's talking about it right right like it's a fine costume i don't know why she would be like like why would you comment that it it doesn't matter like it's just a random bachelor nation fan account posting a few photos yeah it just feels very unnecessary (laughs) your costume still matters christina even if you were in Mm -hmm. that roundup you're in our roundup and we like your costume so yeah, I do like it. It's good. I mean, and you look like a smoke show. Anyway, sorry. Go oh ahead. yeah, she does. No, that was. I was just gonna move on to some of the other ones. Let's go. So Andrew S. At one point, I saw him with a group of people in another costume, um, but it wasn't worth talking about. But at one point, he dressed up as Greg, which I thought was kind of funny. What did you think about that? I- iconic. I think Andrew as Greg wins Halloween. He really. He looks so. Oh yeah, I think it's so cute, and I think. It's relevant. Yeah. I like that they're good friends, clearly. And then his caption was, where are the Grippo girls at? Like, that's fucking hilarious. I love it. Caitlin Bristow and Jason, they had a couple things, which we'll talk about. But the first one is Megan Fox and MGK. I was disappointed by this one. Why? I just thought she could do better. I think it's topical. I think they did a good job. I mean, I knew exactly who they were without having to see their caption or anything. Yeah. And I mean, like last year they were Ross and Rachel and And I loved that. See, I thought that That was was so so good. good. So that's why I'm just like a little, I expected more. I don't know. I think this was their attempt at being like the hot costume of the year, but it turns out everyone did this costume. Like everywhere I see there's someone that did it. They look good though. Okay. And then they made a little, I don't know if it was a reel or if it was just a post of Free Willy, which to be fair, I have never seen Free Willy. Oh, come on. You get it? (laughs) Yes, of course. Yes. So I don't think this counts as a Halloween costume, but they happen to make a random- Oh, well they posted it on Halloween. So no, I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm personally not counting it because I don't think they like went out and did anything with this. Yeah. They just like did it for fun. Yeah. But why free Willy? It's not like relevant. I get not knowing free Willy. Well, no, I don't get it, but okay. You don't know free Willy, but you don't know the iconic scene with the Michael Jackson song. Willy escapes and jumps over the barrier and it's, oh my gosh. No, I've literally never seen it. All right. Well, I have some Put that on your learning to do yeah. um, of classic cinema. Yeah. Okay. Got some homework. Okay. Next one. Oh, I loved this one also because I was Britney Spears at one point this Halloween weekend, but Hannah G and Dylan first Hannah G was um, hit me baby one more time. Britney Spears with like the skirt and the pink little poofy ponytail thing. But then she was, oops, I did it again. Britney Spears and Dylan was the astronaut from the music video which I love. Brilliant. Yeah. A lot of people were Britney Spears this year, but I feel like adding the astronaut in makes it more fun and more creative, more than just like a normal Britney Spears costume. A thousand percent. Like I actually thought when I saw the Britney and the astronaut, I would have never thought of that as a couple costume and to be the astronaut, like brilliant. Yeah. Hats off to you. 
Love it. Nick and his girlfriend as Austin Powers oh. and I don't know her character's name, like uh, Elizabeth Hurley's person. Is it called like a fembot? Uh, well, so in the movie Austin Powers, yes, those are called fembots, but she doesn't turn into one, I think, until the end or maybe the second movie. I haven't seen that I movie have th- in a very long time, so I'll have to research Circle that. Circle back. Have that be on your, your next movie to look at after Free Willy. <laughs> yes. Um, so the costume itself is fine, yeah. but the video that Nick posted with her, I just feel like she's being held against her will to do these like little videos with him. She looks like she doesn't know what the fuck she's supposed to be doing. Could you please watch it? And, like, yeah, I'm watching it right now. And like, he starts out shirtless, of course, because like he of can't course, not be they, a thirst And they always have to like, yeah, we're hot, we're hot, we're hot. I feel like that's- yeah, like, we, we get it, guys. We get it. But she just seems like she doesn't have it in her quite as much as he does. And I just, I feel very uncomfortable watching the video. I could just see Nick kind of like choosing the costume around the video that he wants to do because I think he's all about how can we, how can we get this out on social media? Yeah. So how can like, we monetize Picture this. Babe. Picture this. I'm going to be shirtless. I'm going to put my hand over the camera. I'm going to pull it back. And we're going to be Austin Powers and the Fembot. I don't know. She just seems like, all right, honey, whatever, whatever we got to do so I could stay dating you and relevant. Yeah. I do think though, Nick is very good at monetizing his shit. Just despite the fact that he has not been on a bachelor show in so long, like he always made, and it is maybe sometimes a cringy video, but we still talk about the cringy video. Like, are we talking about any other bachelors as regularly from that long no. ago than Nick Vial. Yeah, no. And I think of like A-list bachelor, like not like okay, little yeah, A-list. Yeah, yeah. I know but what when I mean. think of like top tier bachelor, he he's probably like one yeah, you know, right up there. No, he does a good job at maintaining relevancy. So you got to give him that, I guess. We're still talking yeah. about him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Ashley and Jared, you said you had thoughts on this one. Oh, wait, I was going to say, like, speaking of cringe, Mm -hmm. I'm like, a perfect segue would be to Ashley and Jared, and they happen to be next on our list. Amazing. Okay. I appreciate when people go hard on Halloween. I've gone hard on Halloween in the past. I, you know, no hate on that. Do Ashley and Jared give anyone else Spencer and Heidi vibes during their, like, spidey days, going out to the pumpkin patch and just being, like, they're big faces, you know, so happy to be holding a pumpkin. Oh my God. When Ashley posted the carousel of like all of their um, Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. just their, their expressions, they're so over the top. And I feel like they just so know what they're doing. And it gives me Spidey vibes. Spidey would purposely go to the pumpkin patch and purposely wear like matching outfits because they knew paparazzi would be there. I feel like that's Ashley and Jared. I was disappointed though with the Beauty and the Beast one because I feel like they do normally go all out for Halloween. Like, I think it was maybe last year or the year before, they literally posted like four. Yeah, they did Twilight, Tom Brady and Giselle, Aladdin and Jasmine, and oh, and A Star is Born, which is just like the commitment. They're clearly like going to different locations to shoot all of these things too. Like the Star is Born one has like fog. You got fog to make a Stars Born Halloween costume photo? Because they're not going out like that. You know what I mean? They're literally in their own houses saying like, okay, babe, we have Stars Born, we have Twilight, we have- But that's why it's cringy to me. Like, I kind of feel like life with Ashley is just dress up. Like a yeah. little girl with dress playing dress up. And I don't know, like when I saw the Twilight thing, they recreate the, the movie covers. On one hand, it's like, wow, impressive. Appreciate the dedication. And on another mm-hmm. hand, it's like- Shall we get you a hobby? Why? Who has the fucking time to do this? I mean, clearly they do. Get that influencer life, you know, posting an Instagram for thousands of dollars must be nice. The time off is probably flexible. Yeah. Well, but the thing is like Jared does it. 
So I think, I think Jared likes it too, in a weird way. Hence why they're married. Yeah. No, he has to like it, but it's, it's still, still difficult. Yeah. I I agree. It's a little cringe, but if it makes them happy, it entertains me to see them. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So Joe and Serena were like prom king and queen, but dead question mark. That's literally (laughs) what I wrote down because again, I did not know if it was a reference to some movie that I haven't seen. This is a theme on this episode. I just don't see movies I guess but I didn't think it was I think it's just get it we won prom king and queen on paradise so now you're dead prom king and queen they were like the it couple coming out of this season of paradise and I think this costume is lazy because like what does that even mean prom king and queen but dead question like huh they put out a story I guess like last week or a few days ago and basically said Joe ordered them both scream masks they had two scream masks Mm -hmm. and then they put out a story and they're like help us. Like we ordered these masks and now we want to try to be something cooler. Like, can you guys send couple suggestions like a little box to send Mm -hmm. suggestions? And I guess they didn't get any good suggestions. So they went with this one. I agree with you that you were literally like the top bachelor nation couple of the moment right now. You could have been Edward and Bella. We wouldn't have judged you. Be anything, be anything. That's a real thing. Prom king and queen, but dead is not a real costume. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said what I said. And I feel so passionately about this. I don't take it back. It is what it is. You will die on this hill. Yes. Like all the other ones, it's like, eh, okay, whatever. Halloween, it's fun. This hill I will die on. I want to do Becca and Thomas. Yes. Becca and Thomas, they made their Halloween costume kind of like a, a little, what's the word? Like a, oh, they made their Halloween costume a nod to, I guess, what the world thinks of them. Oh, that's a very artistic interpretation. I did not think of it that way. Continue. No, it, it, it is. A, it's not even that. It's exactly what it was. I feel like they admit it. So she is the bull tamer and he yes. is the, the bull and the bull tamer has the red flag. And I think that's a nod to like the red flags with Thomas because I have a reason for this. Becca posted a video showing what their costume was and she's being the bull tamer and he's being the bull. And Thomas comments and says, charging through all my red flags, like, and he's in the oh. video running through the red flag. So I think it's like a nod to like, got it. Hey, it doesn't matter that he had red flags. He still got Becca type thing. Yeah. Okay, that so, makes I mean, so, so much more sense. Okay, because I was like, that's kind of yeah. a weird costume for them to pick. Like, <laughs> haven't we decided this bull thing is like weird? I don't know. Did did running with the bulls get canceled? I don't know. Becca and Thomas are probably not quite on the same level as Joe and Serena, but close in terms of everyone. They're like the couple of the moment. Yeah. I feel like they did a little bit of a better job at doing mm-hmm. something to get people talking. Whereas like, I don't think anyone's going to cover Joe and Serena's costume on on their own like there right. wouldn't be an article that says joe and serena like, go guess dead what prom joe queen. and serena were yeah i yeah. know you'll never guess whereas becca and thomas made headlines by by doing what they did right so yeah it was cute cool all right so that's it that's the halloween costume roundup let us know what you thought of people's halloween costumes in bachelor nation or otherwise i guess but we're not going to post about those um <laughs> <laughs> like it's like they send you like Kylie Jenner. It's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> like, thanks. We're not gonna talk about her though. All right. So we're gonna kick off Bachelor Encounters. And just a reminder, if you're new here, Bachelor Encounters is when fans submit their real life stories with people from Bachelor Nation and then we talk about them. So if mm-hmm. you have a Bachelor Encounter that you want to submit, please DM me at She's All Batch and we would love to hear about it. So I asked you guys recently on Instagram to send in new stories for this episode and you delivered. I am so excited to get to these. Uh, 
I'm so excited too, because I have not seen any of these yet. So I am reacting in real time, people. And Stephanie said one was really good. Okay, I'm gonna just do the, my, my favorite one first, actually. Okay, I'm okay. so ready, but I'm nervous. Okay, go ahead. So this is someone who was on vacation at the same time as Claire and Dale were on the same vacation. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they were on their, this, this person was on her honeymoon and Claire and Dale happened to be at the same location. And this is what she observed. I stayed at the same hotel with Dale and Claire in Maui this May when they were quote together, but we didn't see them spend any time together other than when they were posting content to Instagram. Otherwise they were alone or with friends. We were on our honeymoon and were there for the same nine days as them. Kind of odd not to spend any time together at a romantic resort if you're engaged or even just in a relationship. We felt like their relationship was just for content or Instagram in general. They were being paid to stay there and advertise the hotel at other excursions. So when they post on Instagram, like mm -hmm. loving our stay at whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that's a good one. I asked, did you sneak any pics? She said, no, I was scared of getting caught and didn't want to inflate their egos even more, which I support. And then she said this was May 10th through the 19th. May of 2021. I'm like, what year is it now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because 2020, but Claire season was at the end of 2020, right? Uh, sure. But it was this past May. Yeah. So wait, okay. I'm not, this, this isn't even done. So okay. she said before that they were with friends. So she said they went with, Mishy from Big Brother and their publicist and Mishy and Dale spent the whole time together and Claire spent the whole time with the publicist and it was totally weird. I think that's wow. crazy. And I think that they may have kept their relationship going for a little bit longer to profit from it, to be honest. Totally. I also think too, obviously Claire desperately wanted it to work, but I'm just thinking that a breakup so soon would be very embarrassing for both of them, honestly, considering they literally stopped the show to be together. So I'm sure even though things probably were clearly not good as soon as May, they were like really trying to power through. Wasn't this when they were back together for the second time? I, I don't think this was, remember the timeline. I, I think it is. I think they got engaged on the show. They were dating. They broke up pretty soon. And then mm -hmm. we're back together for a while. I think this is when that took place. They were when they were back together. Mm -hmm. So this is when like supposedly like working on things and really in love and. Or do you think they went back together for content for, for sponsorship? They were like, well, we're more valuable together. So maybe let's yeah. get some more money. I, I mean, it could be, but I don't think Claire was in on it. I'm sure Dale was like, yeah, Dale seems to be more in on like. He's, he's aware of the fact that no one's paying, no one's paying Dale to go to Maui right. by himself. He knows he's only going to get paid to go to Maui if he goes with Claire. Well, and that would explain a lot more of what we talked about in the last episode of Claire just saying like, you know, I don't remember the exact wording, but you know, wanting someone who's like true to their words, mm -hmm. basically saying like not a liar. So I agree yeah. with you that Claire was probably not aware that it was a let's get back yeah. for money thing. Hopefully she got a good amount of money. And in a beautiful stay in Hawaii. Great. Yeah, that yeah. was gorgeous. So yeah, that that's, was a good that's one. Claire and Dale. Yeah. Okay, next up, we have someone that wrote, I went on a date with Alex from JoJo season in San Diego before he was on the show. He told me he hated blue cheese and then got mad when I accidentally ordered a buffalo flatbread with blue cheese all over it. Whoops, never saw him again. 
So I said, wait, I, I need to know more about this. Like, was the flatbread an appetizer to share or were you ordering it yeah, just for that, yourself? That was my and, question as well. <laughs> and, and was it clear that the relationship was over by the end of the date due to the blue cheese? Mm-hmm. Right. She said it was an appetizer. And, I, and she said that she really wanted the buffalo chicken flatbread. So like, she kind of like really didn't care, I guess. Yeah. She said, we met when I was a server at Slater's 5050 in Point Loma. I have no clue where that is. He came in with three of his friends and they were all cute and sweet. And he left me his number on the receipt. He was sitting down the whole time and I didn't see him walk in or out. So I didn't know how short he was. When we met up, I realized he was three inches shorter than me, which is fine, but not really a huge turn on. Once he got visibly irritated over the blue cheese, I was over it. Pretty sure he said something along the lines of this has blue cheese on it. Didn't I just tell you I hated blue cheese? Like damn dude, I'll eat all of it. No worries. So that's like, that's just so fucking hilarious. That's like so silly. Don't let blue cheese come between you and a potential yeah. love. Okay. Someone wrote in and said, went out with Clayton from Michelle season in 2018. Super nice guy. We went hiking and I had zero murder vibes. So oh, obviously I had to good. continue that conversation. <laughs> I said, okay, that's amazing that there was zero murder vibes, but mm-hmm. why was it only one date? She said, I can't believe I went hiking with a giant stranger. I don't know if she means giant stranger or like a like a stranger like a big stranger because he's also very tall we need clarification on that if you went on a hike with a stranger but they were kind of small and and scrawny you're like oh if they tried to murder me i could maybe fight back but clayton is so big if he tried to murder you like you're done you're dead (laughs) on a hike but we're still not we don't have clarification on if he's just a major stranger or like a giant stranger so please she wants to be anonymous so like you know who you are girl tell me give me this clarification Mm -hmm. okay she said it was one day genuinely he was such a nice dude he lived 45 minutes outside of st louis and that was not going to work he asked i guess i don't really know where she lives He asked me to lunch once more. Okay, so he wanted to keep hanging out. He was near my office and I couldn't go. And then it just ended up fizzling out. Okay. And that that was it. So I think that's funny that like, you know, who knows what's to happen with Clayton to come? I certainly don't, but (laughs) same. But I think, you know, his future may be bright. So that's kind of cool that you went on a date with him and that he didn't murder you. Yeah, we love not murderers. You're being so unmurdery right now. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no. Chad. Is it from another movie? <laughs> no, it's Chad Johnson. He said oh, it in Paradise. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, our next one. Um, anonymous, we'll just say. I met Corinne when she did a bar appearance in my town in London, Ontario. She stood in a booth and there was a line to meet her slash get a picture with her. And of course I lined up as a hardcore Bachelor fan. She was super bitchy, seemed like she would rather be anywhere else, and you could tell she felt like she was so famous. When I got up to her at the booth, after waiting in line, a round of shots came, so I grabbed one, and as we yelled cheers, she looked at me and gave me the dirtiest look when I cheersed her. But I was just excited to meet someone from Bachelor Nation, so I was like, whatever. So Nick's season was January 2017, and then her scandal on Bachelor in Paradise was that summer of 2017, and this was the following summer. Also, my city is not a huge city. It's a university college town, though it was kind of funny that she came all the way here for an appearance because she couldn't have been paid that much. She then sent videos and photos of her with Corinne. And Corinne seems like totally happy to be taking the photo. So it kind of, yeah. kind of interesting that it's for her to have her experience that Corinne wasn't really that being that into it for her to be all smiling in the photo. But Well, yeah, I'm sure she smiles for the photo. <laughs> She's not going to be like rolling her eyes in the photo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a good one. Interesting. 
My mom went to a family wedding where the bride was marrying an NFL player and Jesse Palmer was one of the ushers and supposed to escort her to her seat. My other relative made Jesse leave so that her daughter could walk my mom to her seat and my mom was bummed. She missed out on being escorted by the hot guy, which like I would be fucking pissed if I didn't get to be escorted by Jesse Palmer too. Yeah, that's a good one. Like he's a snack. But did the mom know that he was from the show or did she oh, I don't know. that was the hottest usher there? I mean, he, without a doubt, was probably the hottest usher there anyway. Yeah. But uh, no, no info on whether we know if she knew that he's from the show. Okay. But I feel for your mom. So <laughs> hope she's doing okay. So someone else wrote in and said, I saw Hannah G and Katie Morton at a Coachella after party called Neon Carnival. I approached them to say hi and was floored at how nice and friendly they were. I remember Hannah actually introduced herself as if I didn't already know her name. Aw. And they were just both so cute and nice and willing to talk and joke with me and my friend. Also, Katie is stunning in person and the TV doesn't do her justice, which is crazy because she looks stunning on TV. Stunning on TV. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I really think it's cute that Hannah... I know. Well, because like they are real people at the end of the day. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, that is cute that she was just like, hi, I'm, I'm Hannah Godwin. I'm yeah. Hannah. And it's, I mean, she should assume that everyone does... Like, not everyone may know her, like right. just because you're on one season right. or two seasons. But I thought that was sweet. That one is sweet. Love it. So those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have an interesting Bachelor encounter, please DM me at She's All Batch, and we would love to chat about it on the show. We have OG Bachelor Queen Erica Rose joining us today. Thank you, Erica, for coming on. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so excited. So nice. you were on Prince Lorenzo's season and then two seasons of Bachelor Pad, right? Yes. Um, it was Bachelor season nine, which unfortunately you can't find anywhere, but you can find <laughs> Bachelor Pads two and three on demand. Yes, I own them. I'm just kidding. No, they're amazing. <laughs> I love season two. I think that was like the best probably. You were like television gold on both, for real. You made Thank both you. seasons. But going back to Prince Lorenzo, you were like mm -hmm. the person to watch. You were making all the headlines. People were doing impressions of you. How was it getting like that overnight fame? Well, I feel like it was, it was interesting, but at the same time, like it's always funny to imagine like, how different it would be in like a social media world. And like back then the only social media was Facebook. So I mean, the attention I think was more fun because I didn't have to deal with like, there was no, there was no Twitter quite yet. Right. Um, definitely no Instagram. So it's like that negative type of attention really didn't come around until like Twitter and Instagram. And that was, Instagram was just starting. I remember on Bachelor Pad season three and before that it was Twitter. So we'd get like negative tweets, but Really, that's, I think, why my experience on The Bachelor was so positive. It's like, it would be fun. We could go to, like, red carpet events and, you know, be in Us Weekly or whatever. So it was very positive. Um, even if, like, random people in Houston, like, ran into my mom and, like, were like, oh, she doesn't really act like that. Or how could you, you know, or they were stupid and they believed and they were like, how could you raise a daughter to never make a bed? And my mom was like, she graduated Emory University. Like, she knows how to make a bed, you know? So it was just like, you it wasn't really enough negativity to affect me at all. Well, let's dive into that a little bit about your never making a bed character. So was uh -huh. that a character that ABC wanted you to play? Yes and no, because I still do not make the bed, but my husband <laughs> likes to make it every morning. Growing up, you know, we had a live-in housekeeper, but that's just like, that's how my mom always was. Like she said, mm -hmm. that was just her priority. Even when I was living on my own in my 20s, like I had a cleaning lady. The point is, it's just something... 
I've always like had a priority for and it's just what it's kind of like a personal preference yeah but yeah I didn't know how to make a bed because I just don't find it interesting you know <laughs> like it's not something I want to really know. <laughs> well one of your iconic lines was um how there there was no maids and do I have to pay one of these girls to clean up oh I didn't want to that part is funny because I complained to the producer not to Chris Harrison and then they asked me to say it to Chris because I knew it. I hadn't really been a huge avid watcher of the show, but at the same time, like I knew enough to realize like Chris Harrison at the time, the host of the show was not the one to be like, Hey, hang on. Let me call cleaning service. You know what I mean? So that was not really that they would encourage me to do. Cause that was before producers ever like appeared on camera occasionally. And you know, mm -hmm. so like we have this conversation with Chris and then they're like, can you bring up the thought, the idea of hiring another girl to be a maid? I would never have done that. Um, that's why I stayed friends with a lot of the girls. So there was a little bit of a controversial moment on Bachelor Pad 2. I know you've talked about it in the past, um, the egg toss challenge. So basically for those listening that don't know, they had the girls line up with targets on their back and the guys on the show basically threw eggs filled with paint at the girl that uh, fit that category. So it was like, who is most likely to cheat on you, who is, you know, this or that. And Erica, I know you've talked about this before, but I know that was a really difficult experience for you. And the guys basically threw eggs at the back of the girl who fit the category that they were asking. So it was like, who's most likely to cheat on you? Who do you want to hook up with? And there were some really horrible questions as well. And I know that it was a really disgusting moment and it's really affected you. So Eric, are you okay talking about it? Yeah, I can talk about it because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm recovered from it. I've talked, I actually just didn't think about it for a long time until it was actually Melissa who went on reality Steve's podcast a couple of years ago and he brought it up, which is mm -hmm. so weird to me because I'm not friends with him. His only point about it was like to say that's so weird that they wouldn't, do something like that now they wouldn't throw eggs at a female and be like you're the least. they wouldn't do that now he was okay, saying yeah. like it's so nice kind of that the franchise has changed so much in a right. way that's really empowering towards women honestly like with female hosts everything but at the time in the climate of like the 2010s it was not an empowering time for like females always on the franchise unless you fit a certain mold which wasn't me um, and so there was yeah. some production involved in that. Um, when we were setting up the challenge, apparently, according to Michael Sagliano, the guys said, we're right-handed. We're going to throw the paint no matter what for almost every question. And because they even threw it at me, like the stupid shit, like who's most likely to cheat. And I was like, literally no, never cheated. <laughs> yeah, why? So some things like that, I was just like, that's random, but they were all right-handed. So some of the guys like did their own thing, but like Michael who ended up winning was throwing it at number eight, no matter what. And so when we were getting the targets painted on us, um, one of the producers, I think it was just a supervising one, Alon maybe, was like, hang on, we have to finish painting the target. And I was like, what do you, it's painted, like whatever. So they're like, hang back. And so everyone was lined up like in a row and I was just forced to be at that spot. But I didn't think anything worried about it when we lined up, you know, because as girls, we just all threw it wherever we wanted to throw well, it. You didn't, we didn't think have. you their job no. was to like humiliate you. I didn't think. And so that's when I also felt super betrayed. Um, not really even by the guys. Cause like literally as soon as it was over, Michael was like, Oh my God, let me explain this to you. Then afterwards, what I remember being annoying is like Mike Fleiss had had all his friends out there and like, even like just like random friends, like in Hollywood, whatever to watch. And then 
another producer I thought I was friends with because she was the only one that had been there since the season of The Bachelor I was on. Her name's Elisa Rossister. They were like, okay, come on, let's do an interview and like talk about it and that. You know, and then they did, did things that were petty, like, oh, who do you think should be the least attractive? And then I got, like, heat for that. Like, you have to turn it around someone else. But it's, like, that wasn't the point. But I was genuinely in the moment of sadness. And I do feel that what people say now is true. Like, the appropriate person to talk to is not a producer because they just want to exploit that moment. They're not your friends. And the person that you should get to talk to after that is a therapist. But I was, like, I don't want to continue this challenge. And Chris Harrison said, if you don't continue – you'll be eliminated. I was like, this is ridiculous. But that's when I walked off. Yeah, he said that to me. And that's when I had tried to walk off. And that's when they like said, you guys, you can't throw it that hard. I thought it was really weird because the next challenge was the kissing competition. And like Michelle money um, chose not to do it because they they were fine with that. They were fine with it as well as I think Graham or someone else might have chosen not to. I can't remember. But I just felt like that's really not cool to be forced to endure I'm not talking about even emotional trauma, but physical abuse. Cause like, that's like a fucking hard egg filled with paint thrown really hardly. Like I had a bruise yeah. from it. And yeah. so that was just a messed up challenge all around. And they should have had a therapist to talk to afterwards. Not, you know, even though it didn't, it, and then I'm the, I was the kind of person that got, was like, whatever, let's move on. But I do remember when it aired, even like my best friend was like, yeah, I just didn't want to talk to you about it. Cause it was super awkward and just like weird. And it's like, who wants to talk about that? You know, it was embarrassing. But I do feel like that impacted my dating life after that. Because even if guys I dated, like normal guys, not from the show um, at home and law school, um, didn't see it. They like heard about it or something through their friends. Like I would date a lot of guys that hadn't seen the show yet. Or that somehow like changed their opinion. Like, oh, like she went through this or that. I can't explain it. Not my husband, of course. That's why we're married. But I'm just saying it, it was more than that. It was kind of like embarrassing to the point where like why, like people are like, why didn't you complain about it yet in interviews? Well, guess what? I just really didn't want to process it. I didn't go to therapy back then. When you do an interview with like Us Weekly or whoever it was inside edition, I don't care. Like whoever does entertainment tonight, like about the show, they want to ask stupid questions. Like, oh, who do you think is the best couple? What was it like kissing Jake? Just dumb things like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they would say like, what about the egg toss challenge? I was like, you know what? It's fine moved on because I didn't want to be like that I just didn't want to it was embarrassing like I didn't really mm-hmm. feel like you want to go it away. was not until I got married that I felt like now I can talk about it because the truth is and I was also an, also an attorney because the truth is people would talk shit in the stupidest ways like mm-hmm. so it was kind of just like I wasted so many years of my life because of this shit and I honestly don't feel happy about it they'll say well why'd you go on bachelor pad three the truth is I went on to think it was going to be like a redemption season like and I think what really like killed me more than like a therapist was talking to a lot and he was like you know I just want to tell you like he said at the time he was just a supervising producer which is true he was in 2011 he was supervising he said he felt bad that he couldn't have done anything about it but he's like I truly couldn't if I tried to like do anything literally all that would happen is him losing his job you know what I'm saying so, so but who he was responsible then just like the top um, producer I mean Mike Fleiss was there that day on set so was Robert Mills I I don't know but it wasn't a supervising producer is never in charge of, of yeah. a storyline. There's there's so many mm-hmm. producers. The super like Alan's job was at the time kind of like to supervise us as the cast. Like then there's story editors. Like it's a huge production. Like when there's a story editor, like they kind of like know when you're getting eliminated. You know, like I remember when I was on Bachelor Bachelor not Bachelor Pad, my friend was like, 
she actually made a slip up, but she's like, yeah, when I found out you were going home this morning. So like the date was like scripted. The two on one dates usually are, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And so a lot of, I mean, there's story editors. This could have been a fucking story the entire time. Who knows? So we're going to end with some bachelor superlatives. So just think about people in the franchise and see who you would pick for each category. Okay. Um, Hottest guy. I can't even think of the hottest guy, honestly. Like, I truly don't have one. But um, most attractive girl, I think there's two. Tasia is so beautiful. Ugh, everyone agreed. knows. Everyone thinks. So I think agreed. everyone has, like, unanimously decided that. Mm-hmm. I also think, um, do you guys remember Hannah Godwin? Yeah. Not like Hannah the oh, Bachelorette. Yeah. Hannah Godwin's, like, stunningly gorgeous. So I She think literally looks like a Barbie in, like, the best she, way. <laughs> yeah, she's so pretty. Biggest flirt. When I was there, I think it was Jake Pavelka. Y'all, I don't know if y'all remember him. You made him. out he with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I made out with him. He was such a flirt. And he was cute. Biggest douche. <laughs> For me, Michael Stagliano was a douche, but truly, mm. I don't hold grudges to him. But at the time, I would give it just in 2013. Or no, 2012. At Bachelor Pad Season 3. He was the douche of that season. Not of the one before. That one episode before, is iconic, though. Like yeah, the whole it was thing. Chris Bukowski bringing you into the room. I, see, I love Chris Bukowski. Okay, so maybe I'll I. give also biggest alert to Chris Bukowski because he okay. was super flirty. Well, that's he's not still, surprising because like, he's been on like yeah. 47 shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's nice. Like he's, he's not disingenuous, if that makes yeah. sense. Life of the party? Life of the party, I think I would say um, Caitlin Bristow because – I um, went to this event she was hosting like with Jojo in Dallas at like Chris Harrison's mom's bar for like Colton's premiere or something. And that was fun. But anyway, she's just, she was the life of the party. And before that I had met her at um, Jade and Tanner's wedding. And she seems like she could liven up any situation, you know, she has great energy. Totally. She seems so fun. I feel like Mm -hmm. I want to be friends with her. (laughs) Cutest Mm -hmm. couple. Cutest couple. I'm going to say Jade and Tanner because I like saw how in love they were. I'm not going to say another couple is so cute because like I don't know them. I don't know what I think Joe and Serena seem happy and in love from what I like have seen. And the one episode and like just thinking they're still together. I could be wrong. Yeah, they they are. happy. But he seemed he I liked and seemed like a really genuine guy in general. And I just never really liked. I liked Kendall because I think she's interesting. But I didn't like them together because it felt like she always wants, she seems like she's a player, honestly, and that's fine. But I felt like she always wanted him when she couldn't have him. And that's okay, because that's the true player's way to be. And she, you know, one day she'll get tired of it. But for now, that's what she's up to, you know, and that's fine. But I think he finally found someone that seems like they're really in love together. So that's good. And last one, class clown. Okay. Class clown, I feel like I was kind of like forced to be a class clown, just like wearing on not on Bachelor, but on Bachelor Pad. Like you were television <laughs> gold. You were you. hilarious. Overall, yeah. do we regret this whole experience? So like I this is what I always tell people, like, would have a hundred percent done Bachelor and went back in time and done it. But I would have chosen to just move on when I was asked to be a bachelor pad and be like, you know what, I'm in law school. I need to focus on that. I need to focus yeah. on my life. And that's it. Yeah. Well, we're happy that you did it. Mm-hmm. Because we love seeing you. <laughs> um, and we're so happy that you came on. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love chatting you. with you. Where can people find you? Yeah. So people can find me. My social media is, I only really am active on Instagram. Like I only tweet when it's like the election. But my Instagram is at Erica the Rose. And then my law firm is rosesanderslaw.com. If, if you, you guys need a lawyer. If you need a lawyer <laughs> in, Houston, in any part of Texas. Um, and then also, this is super fun. My husband and I went on a below deck selling yacht trip over the summer, which will be airing soon. But I went with a group of girlfriends last summer 
um, in Croatia. And so that one you can watch right now on demand on Bravo. We love chatting with you and we really appreciate you sharing all the things that you shared. You're welcome. It was fun. Bye. Bye. And that's all we have for this week on She's All Batch. We're going to be posting and releasing new episodes every Thursday. So make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss our new episode as soon as it drops. And follow us. Follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore and Stephanie at at She's All Batch. Yeah. Anything else? Bye, (laughs) bitches.